0: Uh, But that's the thing about the book of Zephaniah and others like it. They seem so small, uh, but they deal with such big subjects.
1: Uh,
0: And so tonight, uh, we're going to be looking at what is called the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. Uh, And you find that in verse
1: 7.
0: Now, we hear people talk about this. Many of the songs we sing make mention of this. But in terms of messages being preached on this,
1: Uh,
0: they're very few. Uh, and so tonight I want to spend uh, the whole service just discussing this part of the
1: passage. So
0: let's go to Zephaniah chapter 1 and verse 7. Hold thy peace at the presence of the Lord, for the day of the Lord is at hand. For the Lord hath prepared a sacrifice he hath bid his guests.
1: Now what
0: do you have between here and verse 9? Is all of chapter 19 and I think most all of chapter twenty of Revelation
1: <laughs> uh,
0: being condensed down to just three verses.
1: Uh,
0: as we talk, and if you include the day of the Lord, uh you can go back maybe a little further, but that's probably right. So we've done a study on that term, the Day of the
1: Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And we saw how it's
0: used throughout the Bible. (laughs) Here, starting in verse uh, 7 and going through
1: verse (laughs) 9,
0: he mentions the marriage supper of the Lamb. The judgment of the kingdoms of the earth or the destruction of them.
1: Uh,
0: And the battle of the Valley of
1: Armageddon. Uh,
0: And so, what you have at this point are three huge events from Prophecy. Again, Revelation gives it to you across
1: two chapters.
0: But here it's being given in you know, just three verses. Uh, and so to understand more about this particular
1: event,
0: you know where he has prepared his feast and called for his guests. In order to better understand it, you will we'll have to go to Revelation
1: and to Isaiah. Uh, and
0: so we will go to both of those passages later in the
1: message.
0: Now, this is another thing, though that in order to study it,
1: to study, uh,
0: you actually have to do a little bit of a broad study of prophecy. Uh, and that begins by having some understanding of the Bible traditions of
1: marriage. You know, what
0: the custom would have been like for this. Then, you know, for example, in the States,
1: uh,
0: a man proposes to a woman, (coughs) they set a date for a wedding,
1: they get married, Uh,
0: and then after that they have a celebration with their family after the wedding. Uh, we got introduced to Congolese traditions earlier this year,
1: uh,
0: which are different. That are more focused on the family. Da,
1: este mai mult accentuată pe familia.
0: The closer family. Pe
1: familia apropiată.
0: And less about putting on a big show. Nu mă duc la
1: cluburi să nu puneți pe un show mare.
0: So my point of that is that every culture, even today, has their own să spun că fiecare cultură are
1: denunța av felul
0: lor. Now, what bigger mistakes you could make?
1: Una cele
0: care is to just pick up a book uh, that's supposed to be like a Bible, Manners and Customs book
1: care
0: uh, and then just take whatever they say and say, okay, this must be what they <laughs> do.
1: There's
0: two reasons why that's a bad idea.
1: <laughs>
0: One is that the Bible is a self-explaining book. And so everything you need to know about this will be in the Bible. The other problem is that even if you find somebody who gives you a pretty good explanation, uh, they will put stuff that would contradict the Bible.
1: Uh,
0: And therefore you can know that it's not true.
1: Uh,
0: It's an opinion.
1: Este uh,
0: I could give some examples. One is I was reading today,
1: astăzi,
0: and they were talking about how when they would come to get the bride, și
1: despre faptul, sure. o asta, that
0: there would be this big, you know, candlelight celebra- or a big uh, celebration with lamps all throughout the city. Uh, and they were going into a lot of details that there's no way they could know. But the story that tells you how this would work in the Bible talks about the fact that the bride had to have her own lamp ready to go. Uh, and there seems to be no indication of a well-lit city.
1: Și se pare că n-a existat nicio indicație despre că tot orașul când acea cetate era aprinsă cu obrange.
0: Otherwise that whole part of the story about, you know, half of the the virgins going to go get more oil doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: Atunci dacă că și atunci parte cea de poveste că jumătate din acele picioare totul să înapoi să și a mai constul ei
0: nu ar fi avut. argesen. Dacă a fi avut cărțile
1: care ar fi postapris de tot domnul
0: până acasă. Atunci nu ar fi fost problema mare,
1: dacă tu nu ai mai avea lumină în
0: camera de la cap. But even I can give you other stuff about it rapture and those things that would contradict that
1: uh,
0: because if everybody knows exactly when the bridegroom is coming to get the bride
1: that
0: kind of contradicts all the passages where no man knows the exact day or hour. so you know, if the whole city is on a, if the whole city prepared and getting ready to do a
1: Ray that kind of
0: contradicts that. speakeraker is somebody who has two of those kind of books sitting on his shelf.
1: Uh,
0: who has read plenty of different opinions about that kind of stuff. Uh, I can tell you that most people don't agree with one another
1: uh,
0: and they have no evidence for the traditions they try to add into
1: it. Uh, it's just
0: somebody telling a story and it's Sounds nicer if they tell it this way. So I'm not telling you not to hear somebody else's teachings on it. I'm just telling you if you want to learn what the customs of the Bible time were like. The most important place to do that is the Bible. I mean, Ken did a fantastic job of that last night. Uh, when he was showing how the Jewish people associated sickness with sin.
1: Une, uh, uh,
0: and he gave us multiple passages in the Bible to show that that was their customary
1: idea. <laughs>
0: Uh, and so, what I'm trying to get you to do is put your confidence in the Bible, and not someone who just claims to be an historian or an
1: archaeologist. Uh, arhe-
0: so, in that regard, what was the tradition in the Bible. And it is important to understand this because it does help you to have a little bit of outline of
1: prophecy.
0: Uh, because God is the one who uses this as His illustration. Uh, and so, traditionally, there was uh, the engagement
1: kera la gona
0: uh, then there was the the big thing where the bride, the groom would come to get the bride which always followed later uh, usually it involved him going going and preparing a house for her before now that sounds familiar, isn't that what Jesus promised us before he left
1: and if
0: I I go. I go to prepare a place for you.
1: I suppose that your maduk, maduk, is about to get his fill
0: up. I mean, that's what John fourteen teaches us. I'm just
1: saying, she's one. She's
0: not And then, after, you know, once he had collected the bride,
1: she, dopo čalo amerasam.
0: At some point, not long after. Uh, There was the big feast where everybody came together. Now, I can show you those examples in the
1: Bible. I
0: mean, concerning the betrothal or the engagement,
1: Uh
0: think about Matthew and
1: Luke.
0: Both of those stories tell us that. Uh, Joseph and Mary were betrothed or
1: engaged.
0: Luke 2, 5, I believe, refers to Mary as being his betrothed or his
1: education.
0: Now, the Bible treats this this engagement
1: uh,
0: in many ways as if they were married. The main difference being that they did not consummate the marriage.
1: They uh, didn't sleep together.
0: They still lived
1: separately. Uh,
0: you see the example of that with Mary
1: uh,
0: uh, that they were engaged uh, and for Joseph to end that the Bible uses the term that he would have had to have put her away. The same term that God uses for divorce. So the Bible treats it very much like you're married, you're just not having the benefits of marriage
1: yet.
0: Uh, Because for them, when they got engaged, it was an arranged marriage and it was, once you made the agreement, it was done.
1: So that's giving
0: you a pretty good picture. Since the way God describes His, let's say, engagement to us... is that He has already paid the price for us and He's given the Holy Spirit as a promise that He will come back to get us. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14 explain that very well.
1: Ce, până la 15, ce ne arăt, ne parte it says
0: in whom also after you believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit uh, which is the earnest of your inheritance care the
1: cea uh, uh, voastre,
0: uh, until the redemption of the purchased possession
1: <coughs>
0: what he's teaching
1: învață,
0: uh, is exactly what they did in their custom. Ce
1: uh,
0: that once the marriage agreement was made, Înțelegerea de căsătorie era făcută, e
1: mai mult ca și cum cei din congolese s-au mutat cutană, un preț a
0: fost pus și
1: deodată ce preț a fost pus,
0: once it was paid,
1: plătit,
0: that was it. it was you, you were married. Uh, but you're still, for them, they were still in a betrothal period, an engagement.
1: Yeah. O, 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 era ah. de
0: because the man would not come to get his wife until he had finished preparing a place for
1: her.
0: Uh, Until it was the right time. But what he would do was leave some token of his promise. What's called in this verse the earnest, you know, it's like the engagement ring. It's some gift that's given showing that I will come back to get that which I paid
1: for. So
0: God says for us the earnest, you know, the the down payment of his promise.
1: You
0: know, that proof that he's coming back. Uh, is that he's given the Holy Spirit to seal us
1: este dată, uh, Sfânt noi să ne until
0: he comes to take back that which he has already paid
1: for. Ceea, uh, bej- uh, ceea, ceea ce a deja.
0: So that puts us in terms of prophecy
1: a- a in
0: the engagement period, the betrothal period. A- the betrothal is better, but I'm, for your sake I'm using both terms. But the point of this Uh, is that's where that would put us right now. (coughs) (coughs) We're at that place in the marriage picture that's being used here. (coughs) Where the price has already been paid,
1: Deja a fost the
0: agreement's already made. Au
1: fost
0: deja you know the, the 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 gift of the promise, the earnest has already been given.
1: Dar promisiuni, uh, promisiuni deja
0: uh, and that is the evidence that someday the groom is coming back to take his
1: bride.
0: And that means for us there is no next step except for the coming back of the groom.
1: <inaudible> Uh, veni That's place. what we're waiting. For. Ce yeah. We're not waiting cităm.
0: for the imitation groom to come and set up his kingdom. Nu we're not waiting for the judgment of this world to begin.
1: Nu să we're
0: waiting for the groom to come get his bride. Ca să that is our next step in prophecy.
1: Este pas al it's not
0: just our blessed hope, it is the next step now once he comes you find that also given in the Bible Jesus used that example in Matthew 25
1: just example,
0: verse 1
1: to 13 when he
0: gives what's called the parable of the ten
1: virgins.
0: And he tells about how that there's ten virgins waiting for the bridegroom to
1: come.
0: Uh, and that you have five who go away. And five who are there when he comes to
1: Now
0: he's using something that they understand. Again, parables don't hide truth. They reveal it.
1: Uh, nou, adevărul, doar yes. ele dis- nobody de- gives
0: it. you an illustration because they don't want you to
1: understand <laughs> so the
0: evidence is that this was the custom of their day
1: <laughs>
0: that this is not just something somebody made up. the Bible supports that
1: <laughs>
0: now though because it's given as a parable
1: <clears throat> that
0: means it should be accompanied with an explanation so either the verses before or after should explain. Now in the case of that parable you go back to the chapter before
1: you know, the end of Matthew 24
0: De because again I hope you understand by now that God did not put the chapter division somebody else put that in to make it easier for you to find your place.
1: Matthew
0: 24 and going into 25 are the same message continuing
1: through.
0: Do you want any evidence that That is the explanation of the parable. What is the parable about? That some will go,
1: some will not.
0: That when the groom comes, there will be some, uh, that go and some that don't. Alright, what is the verses at the end of Matthew
1: 24?
0: That when he comes, he'll come like a thief in the night. That no man knows the day or the hour. Uh, And that when he comes, there'll be two in the field. One will be taken, one will be
1: left.
0: There will be two on the roof, one will be taken, one will be
1: left. Two in bed, one
0: will be taken, one will be
1: left. Isn't
0: that exactly what the parable was about?
1: Uh, the only
0: difference is it's five will be taken, five will be left. What he's teaching in that passage
1: uh,
0: is that those who are sincere
1: believers, those who are
0: actually part of the bride,
1: uh,
0: will be waiting for the group. They're not going to go off and get distracted by this world. Because if you're a bride,
1: and
0: on your wedding day, you're more concerned with going to the store to buy food.
1: Or whatever else
0: you might need, uh, instead of the wedding,
1: uh,
0: then you probably haven't given your heart to the girl. Now, I'm oversimplifying but it's because we're trying to rush through some big
1: subjects.
0: But you see, so far, this is what he's giving us.
1: Uh,
0: is that. There was the the bride price being paid.
1: Uh,
0: the gift that a promise being given. was that. So Jesus dying on the cross, the Holy Spirit being given. (coughs) Now we're waiting for when the groom comes to collect the bride. (coughs) At that day or hour which no man
1: knows. (coughs) Uh,
0: We just need to be found waiting for him. Just like so many of those parables about a real servant will be found waiting when the ma- or working when the master comes back. And of course, after the collecting of the bride to be taken to the home of the groom,
1: <laughs>
0: the next major event is the, uh, the marriage sermon.
1: We see two period.
0: evidences this was part of their culture.
1: Vedem două că e din lor.
0: One is John chapter number two,
1: Ioan, uh, chapter two
0: when Jesus attends a
1: marriage supper. Uh, the other
0: is a parable like the one we just
1: looked
0: at. Uh, you find it in Luke 14 6 through 24.
1: Uh, that is that parable uh, of the
0: king who's prepared the feast,
1: uh, you know, the wedding feast.
0: Uh, and he's calling <coughs> for the guests who are supposed to come. Which we can see what that to be is, or well, we don't have time to get into that. Uh, but you see, he calls those guests, they don't come. And so he has room. And so he starts inviting anybody. Who
1: And even still, there's room. Uh,
0: You find the different places it's given it gives more information. Uh, But you see that here he makes this application that this is the last major event for us. Uh, In this part of the story. Uh, that that is the marriage
1: stuff.
0: So what we're looking for is the coming of the group. The blessed hope of the Christian is the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But we know that following that is the marriage
1: stuff.
0: So hopefully you see just in that quick look through it that there's actually a lot of great spiritual principles in
1: it.
0: <coughs> I mean, you see all throughout the Bible the,
1: You that
0: know, Jesus refers to the church as being a bride that he gave himself for. Uh, But now I want to focus, since we have the custom established, on the marriage supper itself. And so the thing that makes the most sense is to go to Revelation chapter number
1: 19.
0: And I will ask you to mark a place there because we're going to go back and forth maybe between Revelation 19 and Isaiah
1: 25.
0: Uh, But for now we're in Revelation 19. Let's
1: read
0: verse 6 through verse 10. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and the voice of many waters, and the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent
1: reigneth. <laughs>
0: Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to Him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and His wife hath made herself ready. (coughs) And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen clothed in white, uh, for the linen is the righteousness of saints. And he saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, these are, a true, these are the true sayings of God and I fell at his feet to worship him and he said unto me see thou do, do it not I am thy fellow servant and thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus worship thy God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of
1: promise." I <laughs> Now,
0: we'll stop there but again the rest of the chapter does still continue to do
1: with this now,
0: at this point you have a clear definition of where Unde? And if you pay attention to the context when, or I should say backwards, you have a clear definition of when, but you also can see where, uh, this takes place. Now, you can figure out what this is about, but Isaiah gives you an even deeper understanding of what it's all about. Uh, and so what you have so far is this. That Jesus has come back.
1: A venit uh,
0: he has touched down here on the earth.
1: Atins, uh, aici pe uh,
0: and the marriage supper begins then.
1: Și uh,
0: as he's bringing back all that are saved with him at this point.
1: Aduce pe care sunt cu el. Uh,
0: again, Whatever you believe about prophecy, you have to have the rapture of the church
1: and
0: with that the resurrection
1: and
0: including that the rapture of all the Old Testament
1: saints
0: haven't taken place. Now I say those things Because there are some people (laughs) who make this all about the church. Just the New Testament believers. Even to the point that there are some who don't believe that Old Testament believers will be raised at the rapture. (laughs) But you have a problem you have one more resurrection that's getting ready to take place in a few more verses. And that resurrection is said to plainly be for those who died during the tribulation. So let me give you Revelation 20, verse 4 and 5. That way you won't have Revelation to turn back
1: 20, verse 4 and 5. a uh,
0: but the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished this is the first resurrection Let me give you also verse 6. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection, on such the second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with Him a thousand
1: years.
0: Now, if you follow what I have showed you,
1: that
0: in the beginning of chapter
1: four, 4, all
0: the Old and New Testament saints have been raptured and are already referred to as priests and kings.
1: Toți, uh, cei din
0: Here he teaches that those who died during the tribulation aici
1: cei care murit în, în cazuri, and
0: those who managed to survive
1: și cei care au, uh, au
0: But did not go after the Antichrist Instead trusted God Uh, It teaches there is Another part of this resurrection Where it says They are raised and made priests and
1: kings
0: Now if you follow the method I gave you
1: uh,
0: Where you Look at the Bible telescopically then that makes sense of Revelation 7
1: when you see these people
0: being put on the glass sea to be cleansed for priesthood. Uh, But let's not get there yet. Because we're still trying to focus on the marriage.
1: Because <coughs>
0: But what you do have very plainly right
1: now
0: uh, is that at this point in time if you believe what I have taught about the rapture taking place Before we pick up in verse chapter 4, which is necessary because you have plenty of people in the story by this point
1: Uh,
0: who have received their rewards uh, that would be given after the rapture. But now you have this group of people, at the end of the seven years, being raised in their glorified body and being made
1: priests uh, um, uh, uh, um, The thing is, for those
0: who believe that it all takes place at the
1: end,
0: this says that this is only those that died during the tribulation.
1: Those who were part of that. of that.
0: If you believe that, this has, that the rapture had nothing to do with Israel, well, then you don't believe they get any
1: resurrection.
0: Uh, because you are not including them in the rapture and they're not included here.
1: Not the Old Testament.
0: So my point of that
1: uh,
0: is that when you start looking, the Bible does explain this.
1: Uh,
0: But even up to this point, once we get to Isaiah
1: 25,
0: you'll see that this is still included as being part of the marriage supper of the
1: Lamb.
0: So with that in mind, let's go back to Isaiah 25. We're going to read Isaiah 25. We're read a few verses there.
1: Uh,
0: and he also gives us a deeper understanding as to what this is about. So Isaiah 25, uh, we'll start in verse 6. It says, And in this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people a feast of fat things, a feast of war. Uh, on the lees of the fat things full of morrow, of wine, on the lees of well refined. And he would destroy in this mountain the face of the covering cast over all people and that veil uh, that is spread over all nations He will swallow up death in victory, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces and rebuke of his people uh, and the rebuke of his people uh, shall he take away from all the earth uh, for the Lord hath spoken.
1: <laughs> While wow,
0: what we see in Zephaniah
1: and in Revelation, and in Revelation
0: make this clear
1: that
0: with the marriage supper of the
1: Lamb,
0: you have all things being put under the feet of Christ. And with it, you have him coming to the Battle of Armageddon
1: and destroying
0: the armies of the Antichrist. Those are, I mean, those are included as part of this. In fact, Revelation
1: 19:17 <coughs> uh,
0: says that he invites the birds to the feast to come eat the the. the the flesh of those that died in the battle of
1: Armageddon.
0: So you see that we what we read in Revelation 20 uh, is the fulfillment of what we just read in Isaiah 25,
1: verse 8.
0: So this event is uh, Covers from Christ, you know, stepping down on the uh, on the Mount of Olives, setting his kingdom on Mount Zion,
1: uh,
0: you know, crushing those in the battle of Arma- in the Valley of
1: Armageddon.
0: But the thing that seems to be the most important part of this is that this is when death finally gets defeated.
1: <laughs>
0: the thing that we talked about when we were preaching in I Isa- in uh, in 1 Corinthians 15 some months ago.
1: You know, that
0: death has lost though the war but until this day when all those who will ever believe in Christ are finally resurrected until the resurrection unto life is complete death still goes about like it has power
1: If
0: you don't believe that, then look at all the people you know that die. But, when we look at this, we see that the marriage supper of the Lamb is not just the day that we come back with
1: it. (laughs)
0: It's not just the day that He comes and sets up His kingdom. That is the day when death finally gets
1: defeated.
0: But that puts a special emphasis. What is the final defeat of death? Well, it's the last part of that
1: resurrection.
0: Now, the Bible is clear that there are two resurrections.
1: Biblia
0: is clear that there are I know people who disagree with that.
1: There are people one
0: and not agree with uh, this. There used to be some girls here that did, but uh, he doesn't come anymore. But John 5,
1: 29 plainly
0: says there's a resurrection unto life and a resurrection unto damnation. That there are two different resurrections. Revelation tells us that the resurrection unto life is finished there in chapter 20, verse 6.
1: Spre viața este acolo în, 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 în Everyone who's
0: going to be resurrected to that glorified body and life eternal.
1: That's it. Este.
0: Uh, but then you have, he says, after that,
1: uh, după aceasta, spune, after
0: the thousand years, obedia, he says that's when the rest of the dead are raised.
1: Spune, uh, Now, we know
0: that they're raised also in a glorified body, because that's what the Resurrections are about. But they're not raised to life eternal. They're raised to the second
1: death.
0: They're raised to eternal condemnation. To eternal
1: judgment. That's why you
0: have a resurrection of the life and a resurrection of the
1: condemnation.
0: It's because you have one resurrection is finished by Revelation 20 and verse
1: six.
0: Uh, and the other. Uh, takes place at the end of a thousand years later on. Let's just say it this way a thousand years later. But here's the thing the defeat of death
1: for all of us
0: is when we receive our glorified
1: body.
0: Death has no power
1: anymore.
0: There's nothing it could ever do.
1: You, you,
0: you will no longer be corrupted.
1: Uh,
0: and so that's when death is
1: defeated.
0: So when the resurrection unto life is completed, everyone who will ever be raised to life is raised, Death will truly be able to be told Where is thy sting? Where is thy victory?
1: Because it can't do anything to you. Now that leaves you with the question though. I've given
0: you a few reasons tonight as to why I don't believe that the rapture could also be taking place at that point.
1: I'll give
0: you some easy ones. Uh, One is this. When he comes back to raise those people, his saints are already with him. He says that we come back with Him.
1: I mean,
0: you have Old Testament prophecies saying He'll come back with tens of thousands of His saints. You have their Revelation where it says that when He comes back on the white horse, we come back with Him. So our resurrection has already taken place. The other thing is the same argument I've consistently
1: given.
0: That passage says that resurrection are for those who died during that seven years. Or just like how our rapture will even take those that are still alive and remain. He also includes those who did not turn after the Antichrist, but instead followed
1: God.
0: But everything in Revelation 20, verse 4 through 6, when he says this is the resurrection of life,
1: has
0: only to do with those who are part of that seven years. So, again, you have two problems. It's only about them. So if you believe that that is the rapture, uh, and that you know there's not a point prior to that when we're all
1: raised
0: then you're creating a very crazy
1: doctrine because what you're saying is this
0: unless you live to see the tribulation you won't get
1: raised so
0: apparently everybody who's died so far wouldn't make it. Uh, That's why it could not be the, the post trip
1: rapture. I've
0: already at least one person's whole life. But, I don't my <laughs> uh, but anyways. What I believe, is that just like the Bible says there are two resurrections, the Bible explains concerning the resurrection unto life,
1: and the second coming of
0: Jesus Christ, that when He comes back, He describes coming back to a harvest
1: field.
0: But he says, before he can come back to
1: that, he says
0: there must be a former rain and a latter rain.
1: Now, Joel explains that. He
0: says in Joel chapter 2, verse 23
1: through 25. Uh,
0: Which we know is talking about Christ coming back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That there will be a early rain and a latter
1: rain. And he says, after
0: that, I will restore the years to you that the locusts have
1: eaten.
0: James chapter five says the same
1: thing.
0: Uh, He says that the husbandman waits for his harvest to be
1: written.
0: But he said before there can be a harvest. There has to be the early rain and the latter
1: rain. it's
0: interesting he describes it this way it's between those two passages he says the early rain will be moderate which means you know, it'll go for a little for a time but he seems to describe the latter of the rain as being just for like one month
1: so, very
0: short. Uh, but what you have in that is, I believe, God's principle of his harvest is that Jesus Christ was the first fruit from among the, the
1: dead.
0: I mean, First Corinthians 15 says that. Very plain about that. Uh, so you have a first fruit. He says that there will be an early rain. So if we're staying in Bible customs,
1: uh,
0: that means that, you know, this is what the Bible is teaching. That they had two rainy seasons. And with that, two
1: harvests. The
0: harvest of the earlier rain or the former rain
1: and the harvest from the latter rain.
0: So when your crop first started coming
1: out,
0: you had that first roughly about 10% music that would pop out. Uh, And you would take that
1: uh,
0: and you would give those first fruits to God. But that was the first fruit of your
1: harvest.
0: Well, God says His first fruit of the harvest is Jesus Christ. And His resurrection from the
1: grave.
0: What's already happened? It happened a long time ago. If we let the Bible set that principle for us he says there has to come the first rain,
1: that early rain,
0: Uh, and with that there would come a
1: harvest.
0: That's what you would be calling the rapture. Then, You would have another ring that he himself describes as being much shorter. Uh, that would produce a smaller harvest (laughs) that would be your second
1: harvest.
0: So you have then Christ's resurrection,
1: (laughs) the resurrection
0: at the rapture,
1: (laughs) and
0: the resurrection at the marriage supper of the (laughs)
1: Lamb.
0: Or at the second coming of
1: Christ.
0: (laughs) You would have a First fruit, uh, early rain, and later rain. Doesn't that fit with what we already saw about the Bible custom as well? We already have that the groom has paid the price. And he left the promise that he's coming back. So we know that before there can be a marriage supper, de
1: brută,
0: he has to come get the bride.
1: <coughs>
0: well, that resurrection doesn't take place until the end of the marriage supper.
1: The end of the marriage supper.
0: So that can't be him coming to get the bride. That already had to have taken place. So again, my point is this. What you find
1: uh,
0: is that this is very much what the Bible is teaching. Is that when it comes to us and our relationship with Christ,
1: He's
0: paid the price, <coughs> He gave the Holy Spirit
1: <coughs>
0: to seal us until the day of redemption.
1: Okay, well, that's
0: His engagement ring, so to
1: speak.
0: He went to prepare a place for us. The only thing we're waiting on is for him to come back to get us. After that is the marriage supper of the Lord. At the marriage supper, that's when we see that he says he will destroy his enemies. All the kingdom of the earth will be put under his feet. Uh, and he will take that last part of the bride, or those who are saved during tribulation, whatever you would call them. Yeah, most people call them tribulation saints, but saints means believers of all time.
1: I mean, that's fine, because
0: we call Old Testament believers Old Testament saints. So since saints means of all time, it's okay to make that distinction. But you see that there at the end of the marriage supper, they will be raised. And he says, after that, I'll restore the years that the love to be. So we have, following after that, the thousand year reign of Jesus Christ. So it all fits together nice. It all fits together easy. Uh, And it explains itself.
1: Uh, This
0: is one of those things that it is not nearly as complicated as we make it to be. Now, even with what I've given you, that's still in a lot of ways just an overview of the marriage supper of the
1: Lamb. Next week we will look
0: at him putting the kingdoms under his feet. And if we can fit them both, we'll also look at that battle in the Valley of the and the Valley of Orm. So we'll at least make it through two verses. So,